You're now listening to Fundamental Fast Pitch. All right, welcome back, everyone. It's Mike here with Jessica Tanner and Heather Maloney on the Fundamental Fast Pitch Podcast. This is episode four, titled the Yes, Yes, No Mentality. Softball's hard. Today, we're going to be talking about what we can do to increase the chances of success on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. Um, Jessica, I'm going to go let you jump right in to start on this. Okay, so um, I'm going to be speaking more so on uh, the offensive side of the ball, so bunning, hitting, uh, things like that. So the yes, yes, no mentality basically just goes into having a plan, having an approach, and wanting to do something as opposed to hoping something happens. So in this case, wanting to hit or wanting to get your bunt down instead of hoping that you walk or hoping um, for some other situation. So the yes, yes, no mentality specific to hitting is um, I break it down to actually points uh, like checkpoints within a pitcher's windup that either in your head or out loud, whatever works for you, you are actually saying to yourself, yes, yes, until it's a no. So for example, on the offensive side, um, as a hitter, I'm stepping in the box looking to hit every single pitch that that pitcher is about to throw me. So in my mind, I'm thinking, yes, 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 this is my pitch. Um, I'm looking to do damage. I'm going to give it my best cut. Having the yes, yes, yes mentality until it's a no. So until it's a ball or until that pitch is one that I'm not I'm not wanting to hit. So instead of being surprised by a good pitch or letting a good pitch go down the plate or even more so um, taking a defensive swing or getting jammed or not being ready, not getting my barrel out front, I'm going into the box um, thinking yes, yes, until it's a no. Um, this also carries into bunning. So uh, we'll, we'll get more into the types of bunts and situations and things of that nature down the line. But if you're asked to lay down a sacrifice bunt, getting your barrel out early, looking to get your bunt down, knowing that if it's a strike, your job to help your team is getting your bunt down instead of not getting your bat head out front, not being ready, not being prepared, um, letting a good pitch go by that may not be your pitch, but is a good pitch and is a strike. And knowing that in that situation, your role for your team was asked to lay down a sacrifice bunt and being surprised or just mentally not in that yes, yes, no mentality. Um, some examples of this when you're hitting um, the hitters that I work with or when I tell them, hey, barrel out front or we're looking to hit the ball. Um, I see hitters that are letting the ball get too deep and they're jammed uh, on their hands. They're not getting their barrel out front um, because they're just not ready mentally, physically. Um, it could be a timing issue, but more often than not, they're not stepping into the box with a plan or with an approach to actually go hit the ball and go make something happen. It's more so they're kind of like waiting for something to happen without realizing like they're the ones in control. So having that mindset of, yes, yes, until it's a no, is, a, to me, a lot more successful as a hitter. No, it's funny, Jess, because I think the mindset, um, especially you kind of talked about it on earlier editions of the podcast, like girls need to feel good to play good. So the confidence and the mindset, you know, tie in one another. I always go back to, I think I've said it to you before, the like you either, especially as you're coming to hit, like there's some people who come up because it's their turn and, and the lineup to hit, and there's some girls that are looking to hit. 
what can the girls who may be on the latter portion of it do to get to the former portion? Like, how can we get some of those girls' confidence up? Like, what could you suggest? Something simple, potentially, that everyone, every parent out there could help, could help, you know, their kids do, whether it's looking or seeing the ball, whether it's the pinto bean stuff, like stuff like that. What what could you suggest that's that's very basic to to get those girls who may be lacking confidence to where they can become yes, yes hitters? So to me, the biggest thing is muscle memory, getting them reps. If they're scared of speed, if they're scared to swing, take them to the cages, put them in front of speed, put them in a situation where they are uncomfortable so that they grow and they find that confidence and they it just a light bulb goes off and it's like, oh, hey, I can do hard things. I can handle this. And then you would be amazed at what you see happening in practices and games and how that just directly trans into their approach at the plate. Um, if it's a timing thing, if, if they're struggling with the speed and they're just nervous again, put them in, put them on a machine, crank that speed up. Um, if it's not watching the ball, that's, that's a whole different thing that there's training goggles for that. There's the pinto beans. There's the small golf ball with balls. Um, there's T drills that you can do. Um, we'll, we'll have all those up and ready for you guys at some point, but as far as the actual confidence at the plate, they have to know that they can do that. They have to know that they can go into the box and they can hit the ball hard. So putting them in situations where they can find that success off the field and have it directly translate like onto the field, I think is the best way to help them, um, to help them kind of work through that mentality. I think some for the, the real younger players, especially like, say, 10U, where they're first facing uh, live pitching, uh, if you can take some of the pressures away from them, because if it's brand new and now we have a, a ball coming at us that may, may not be um, accurate, you know, accurate um, <laughs> and it's it's a little overwhelming, especially if you're not very experienced. I've had some success with taking take, just take the bat out of their hands and ask them to stand in the box and stand in there confidently and tell me if that's a pitch that they want to hit or one they want to take. Um, and that has, that just kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off and helps them with the decision-making portion of the swing. Um, and then once they kind of get the, the read for what, which pitches I like to swing, or I think I want to swing at, then you put the bat back in their hands and then they have some comfort in knowing that they can make those decisions. Yeah. Awesome. And Heather, I'm going to add to that um, just from a little bit more experience standpoint. So whether they get a little bit older or they're in a little bit more competitive environment, taking the same approach, but instead of taking the bat out of their hands, you give them the bat, but you take the thinking out of it. So me personally, if I see a, um, a player struggling at the plate that it's either lacks confidence or lacks decision-making, um, first bat through the lineup, I'll ask them to bunt if they're not comfortable swinging or their timing's off, or if I can just tell that they're off, some sort of bunt just to get them seeing the ball, knowing that like, okay, I can put it in play. And then maybe next time through the lineup or depending on the type of hitter that's up, I'll give them a hit and run and just say, Hey, you, you have nothing to think about swing the bat, whether I have runners on base or I don't, I need them to know that like, I can hit this ball. I can hit this pitcher. So helping them to kind of take any sort of mental aspect out of it and just, Hey, just go swing the bat. I have found success in that as well. Again, it's going to, depend on the player but that's another kind of option if you want to encourage them to just turn their brain off and go play softball no um you know awesome and insightful as always ladies um you know specifically i think the explanation and example of how we're actually saying yes yes 
this is my pitch. I'm looking to do damage until it's a no is, is super simple to like say out loud, but until you do it and think about it, it's one of those things where, like you said, muscle memory, even in the brain, right? Like, um, I think it was super insightful and, you know, <laughs> now I'm going to go ahead and admit that I'm going to have to probably listen to that, that, that hitting portion of the podcast again, it either has speed or twice as someone who was never really a plus hitter. However, I do love me some defense and Heather, I know you love you some defense as well. What can you tell us about the yes, yes, no mentality as it relates to defense as a yeah, mindset? Defense is fun. So, so I like to say, just to put it in one little simple sentence is <clears throat> you're making the play until you're not making the play. So if before you, the ball is even pitched before it's hit or anything, you should have a plan in mind. So if you don't have a plan in mind, then you're, you're really setting yourself up for, for failure. So for like in a simple situation, let's say you're in the infield and there's no runners on. So before the pitch even is thrown, you need to be thinking, I am, if I get the ball, I'm going to one. So as the ball, as the ball is pitched and the, it's hit, if it comes to you, you're yes, 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 yes. I have the ball and now I'm making the throw. But let's say maybe it was a slow roller or maybe I bobbled it just a little bit. Um, it's it may, I mean, it may be a close play at first, or maybe she's a fast runner and it, maybe I'm not going to have a play. Well, if I stop after I feel that ball and pick it up and look, it's too late. So I need to, as quick as I can, as smooth as I can, move through the ball, act like I'm going to make the throw. And if I see at the last second that she's, I have no play, she's already safe, then I can just hold on to it. But if I don't have that plan in mind, I'm not going to have a chance. So in a more complex scenario, let's say I'm playing first base and there's a runner on first, um, maybe it balls it to third base or something, and they throw the ball to me to get the run, get the, the batter out at first. My plan before that pitch is even thrown is that I'm going to catch the ball to get that at first, and then I'm throwing to third. So if I set myself up to catch the ball, make that transfer, get my feet set, I can make that throw to three. But if she's not going, I don't have to throw it either. So um, having that yes, yes, no really helps especially in the, in like the, you know, those playmaker plays where the diving plays, the ones that are really fun to watch. Um, if, if I don't have a plan, if I'm not thinking, yes, 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 I'm making this play, even if the ball's not even hit to me on this pitch, then uh, the chances of me making that diving play or even attempting it are really, really low. So having a, a plan and then in my head telling, thinking aloud, yes, this is my ball, even if it's not my ball, I'm still breaking towards it. Yes, 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 until I don't have a play. No, and I, and I think that's great. I think, you know, some of our younger players, as we touch on a lot during this podcast, may have some trouble tracking, you know, as they're beginning with the outs and where the base runners are and where the correct play is, but especially as the girls get older and, you know, advance, like, it's so simple, right? But just knowing where the runners are at and knowing how many outs takes so much of the guesswork and so much of the difficulty out of, you know, playing defense, which is hard. Defense right. isn't and, easy. Right. Definitely not. And even if you, even if you have the, the wrong play in mind, um, so, you know, things change on the fly, you know, uh, things don't go as planned always. So even if you have the wrong play in mind, your brain is already thinking, um, not in the moment, it already has a plan. So it's already, it's already in motion. So you can adjust a lot quicker if you have some sort of plan in mind. No, absolutely. And I think, like you said, it's just having that that foresight to to know what's going on, whether you have to adjust on the fly or whether you're able to play it out as it is. It's just I, I it's it's a, it's funny because you know, we 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 kind of tie back and relate like like relatable issues, you know, where at the field this weekend and you know, a ball's hit and you can see the girl make a great play, Heather, like incredible play to get to the ball. And then you look at her face and she's like, Oh my God. 
Like, Surprise what, do I, what do I do? Like, I made a great play. What do I do with the ball? And it's something yeah. that as coaches, you know, you want to continue to reinforce in a positive way. Just, hey, like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. I think, as Jessica said, the muscle memory of the hitting, uh, m- m- like muscle memory is just, especially for the soft IQ side of things, is just as important on the defensive side of the ball, Jess. No, absolutely. And I, I actually want to add on two things um, to Heather's conversation about defense. So me with an, an outfielder's background, the yes, yes, no mentality is from an outfield standpoint, I am going to go after any ball that has hit my direction and I'm calling off any infielder that I think I can get to. Cause you've got to think, especially on the younger ages, it is very difficult to run backwards. So <laughs> from an outfield perspective, my yes, yes, no is I'm getting there. I'm calling off any infielder that I think I can take the ball away from because it's an easier play. I've got a better read of the field. I can see my runners. It's a lot easier to run in than it is to run back. Backwards. So my yes, yes, no for outfielders is if you can catch it, call your infielder off, get them out of the way, go make a play. And then also, um, like Heather said, things can change on the fly. Um, things can not always go as planned. So I am a planner beyond planners. So I, I like to have a plan A, B and C. So what happens if you have a plan in your head and it doesn't go your way? Um, one of my favorite things to see with especially like the younger girls is seeing the game of softball start to click so it's for example let's take that same situation um runner at first base let's say the ball's hit to a third base and she bobbles it and kicks it around and she goes up to make a play at first knowing um good and well that she does not have a play to make she doesn't have a chance at making that out what can you do in those situations where things don't go as planned so being able to know okay i can create opportunities from things that don't go by either selling like a pump fake to first and trying to draw that runner at two or just taking a peek and saying if she has a big lead where I can back pick her to second base, get in a rundown, end up getting that lead out. Just knowing that even though you have a plan and if it doesn't go your way, you can adjust, you can create opportunities out of thin air and you are always adjusting on the fly. So I think that's an important aspect as well. No, and I and I would agree. And I as 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 the the best thing about this podcast is as we're discussing things, I'm furiously typing like new topics I want to discuss. One of which immediately being how to get your player who did not lack in confidence, who had an elite quote unquote yes yes no mindset, but has fallen on tough times. How to get them back into that mindset? I don't know if that you want to touch on that right now, but I don't know. I I, I think that's something we can address in the future as well, or at least give you know possibly you know pushing in a direction where you ladies might think how to get a player who's not necessarily lacking in that but is going through a tough patch if that makes sense um yes i think that would be called a slump of some sort and (laughs) whether it's hitting fielding throwing um that is part of the game of softball it is a roller coaster um we always go back to to trying to explain to young girls um, managing expectations. And um, I mean, the whole conversation about what's a good batting average. Oh, 300 is fantastic. Okay, cool. Three times out of 10, I'm going to be successful. And that's considered like elite. So um, in terms of a player that needs to kind of find that, find that mentality again, just putting her in situations where she can't fail or she can't um, find anything but success and kind of, Kind of just showing her and encouraging her and building her up. And um, it, it doesn't have to even be 
specific to what she's struggling with, just helping her kind of find that confidence again. Um, the compliments, the teammates, um, uh, a lot of times in game, you see um, kind of the best teams that go around with the the glove slaps and the high fives and um, just, hey, I got you on the next one. Don't worry about it. That's a good way to help your teammates as is. But in terms of specifically helping those players that have um, kind of gone on the downhill side of the yes, yes, no mentality, putting them in situations where they can do nothing but succeed, whether it's um, asking them to sacrifice money for their team. It may be a four hole hitter, but she's, she can watch the ball. She's got the great greatest contact, but she can't, she can't swing. She's struggling. She can't type it up, asking her to bunt, letting her move a runner and then hyping her up and meeting her at home plate and high five and all in the dugout because you did what was asked for team. Little things like that are monumental when it comes to like, youth softball players they're the little things are actually the big things so in terms of the yes yes no mentality I would say celebrate any and all successes and that will help those girls find their way back to having that that um yes yes no approach and I think the little things are actually the big things is going to be like our first t-shirt slogan I think because I think I think it's correct absolutely um I've seen you put those type of things into play before and I've seen how they work so I think that was just Perfectly said. Um, Heather, anything else you want to add as it relates to this topic? Yeah, I mean, you can totally tell the players that have the yes, yes, no mentality versus the players that don't. Um, when they can step in the that? box, well, when they step in the box, you see the player that's confident. You, They have the yes, yes, no. When the, when the pitcher starts their windup, they're already making a decision in their head. You know, they're, they're yes, 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 and, and then they're not if it's a ball. Um, same with defense. They're confident on the field. They, they, when they feel the ball, uh, whether they bobble it or not, um, they know where they're going with the ball. Uh, you can tell the players that have the experience and have this mentality and it's a game changer. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Fun of a little fast match. We'll be back in a few days with episode five, which will cover largely coaches and how we can effectively communicate with our parents. Jessica and Heather, thank you both as always.